Welcome to TGI, Tourism Geography Insights, a podcast of Tourism Geography's journal where we discuss our latest research and developments of our peer-reviewed journal, which explores tourism and tourism-related areas of recreation and leisure studies from a geographic perspective. Kia ora tato, mai, harimai. Welcome everyone to Tourism Geography Insights. My name is Jamie Gillen. I'm one of the editors of Tourism Geographies. I am based at the University of Auckland in Aotearoa, New Zealand. And it's my pleasure to welcome Dr. Jay Yun Chui, who is a lecturer in international tourism management at Swansea University. Welcome, Jay Yun. Thanks, Jamie. We are here to talk about her new paper, co-authored with Peter Lugosi, entitled Migration, Tourism, and Social Sustainability, which is featured in the first issue of Tourism Geographies here this year in volume 24, issue one. So over the next 15 minutes, we'll make it short and sweet. We'll talk with Jayin about her paper and what it means and how it's contributed to Tourism Geographies. So without further ado, we'll get started. The first question to you, Jayin, is uh, what question or problem is this paper setting out to do and setting out to understand? So as global mobility intensifies, tourism and migration became very more entangled than ever. And I've noticed there is very little literature on migrant life and well-being and quality of life in the uh, field of tourism studies. So I thought it would be important to just gather and just collect you know, papers on migration issues in tourism context with scholars. So this is my introduction paper of special issue on migration, tourism, and social sustainability. And mm -hmm. also, we, of course, we've been writing and researching about sustainability issues, but social elements of sustainability has been marginalized in literature as well. So we would do, we love to bring up the the concept of social sustainability in tourism context with the migration uh, as well. Great. Okay, thanks. Second question is, can you briefly describe the background and the context of, of this work? So what you, you alluded to why it's important, but what spurred you on to write this paper? What was the background? How, how did you get involved with writing with Peter and, and so on? Oh, yeah. Okay, long story short, um, I lived in Macau for two years, and Macau obviously is, you know, composed of more than 50% of foreign migrants, and that's how their tourism industry works. Mm. Without migrant workers, there's no really tourism in Macau. And I've, uh, you know, made observations uh, and made conversations with my migrant friends. And their life is really like in hell, really, basically. And they work um, 12 hours per day, six days a week. And when they have a final have a day off, they were asking around for more part-time jobs. And also mm. my Filipino friends asked me, Jeon, do you need a cleaner? I'm like, I don't, please take a break. You need a, <laughs> one day off. And they say, no, no, I want to make money. So they're working seven days a week, 12 hours a day. And I thought that was just crazy. And then they don't even have any legal protection um, for their job and they don't have any job security. They always get renewed, um, you know, once a year. So even though they're, you know, poorly treated at work, they cannot complain, they just have to tolerate because they want to get renewed um, next year with their contract. And just, just quality of life, I don't have to mention. 
But I thought, okay, they support tourism industry in Macau. And how can government, you know, don't care about them at all? And they have absolutely no social support or any kind of, uh, you know, insurance or again, security. So I thought that was problematic. So I did some research on uh, migrant quality of life and well-being in Macau. And 2018, I organized a conference on migration, tourism, and social sustainability with Dr. Long at Vietnam National University. And with those papers from the conference, Peter Lugosi and I organized a special issue in tourism geographies. And it published this year, I think, right? So it was a like, kind of long journey, but quite meaningful for me as a, as a tourism scholar. Cool, thanks. All right, next question is, can you briefly describe the theory or concepts that underpin this paper and the work more generally? Yeah, of course, this is not a research paper. It's a more of an introduction paper, but we were tackling social sustainability and how migrants are, you know, they have deep-seated in inequalities. So we're, you know, putting up this inequality issues, linking social sustainability and linking with the destination, destination sustainability as well. And obviously, tourists from certain countries often favored by, you know, government and destinations, they get, you know, visa-free entrance and all this kind of positive support or protection, but migrants often don't, and their movements are even sometimes criminalized. So why tourists and migrants are treated so differently, and why we don't talk about migrants' life much in, in tourism? And so we're bringing us all this issue kind of connecting with social sustainability, equality, and human rights, and around these, these concepts. Wonderful, thanks. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that the tourism migrant is really under under studied in, in tourism literature and in migration literature as well. When I think about the migration studies literature, there's plenty on construction workers, on uh, domestic helpers, um, on these kinds of precarious workers, on factory workers, but uh, garment workers, but not on not on tourism. So I think this is a really um, interesting way into the project, a piece of work that should have been done a long time ago. All right, so thank you, Jayan. Uh, let's go to number four, which, which is what are the key takeaways that listeners and readers of your paper should, should know? And, and the set more generally, if you'd like. As I mentioned, maybe that's the critical perspective in exploring connection between migration and tourism and how you know, there are inequalities and exploitation there. And also all these Brexit terrorist attacks in Paris and COVID-19, all this crisis also kind of accelerate the criminalization and um, immobilities of migrants. So that this is a serious issue. And now it's actually more critical time to think about this issue. So I want to emphasize that. And actually during the COVID, all these migrant workers with very little legal protection and job security, they're just thrown out of the destinations without you know, any rewards. So we've been hearing about research on uh, how destinations don't have a tourist now and economic impacts, yeah. but what about migrants' life, right? And speaking of economic impacts, we always see migrants in tourism as economic unit. You know, mm. they fill the, the job the gap in the job market, but there are people too. So we should explore more on quality of their life and their perceived well-being 
and how they see tourism industry and also their contributions to the best nations as well. And all these media representations really project migrants really in a negative way. And that's also a big, big problem, not just government, not like organizing their contributions. So we scholars really should recognize their contributions, you know, even knowledge transfer and innovation in hospitality. Think about fish and chips. Where do they come from? You know, how was it created from migrants? You know, so yeah. I think we should appreciate their contributions to tourism industry and economy and also in a social and cultural aspects as well. Wonderful. Cool. Thanks. So we're, we're heading towards the conclusion, but I wanted to ask if you have anything further you'd like to say about the paper, about the project itself. Where does it stand with, with tourism shutting down and then now restarting? Any, any comments on where this, this uh, may be headed in, in the future or what, what's, what's some ideas you may have about future projects, what have you? Well, of course, it's been really bothering me and very sad to see um, all these migrants had to leave the country, the coast country, without any uh, protection or rights to come back. So some of my Filipino friends in Macau, they just had to leave Macau and living in Philippines without any jobs. And they want to come back, but it's very difficult to come back to Macau to work. And so governments really should think about the migrants' rights and well-being. Without migrants, Macau tourism really cannot sustain it. Sustain. Similar in Hong Kong, Singapore, Dubai, in yeah. many countries and cities as well. So government really should invest in them. And they're not just migrants. They're actually local residents too. And so I have also a problem with this categorization, migrants, local people, and tourists. But... Many people are actually in between or move around between those categories. You know, migrants become tourists. They invite, you know, their families and relatives as tourists. So, so they actually bring tourists to the host destination, right? And also tourists become migrants too and the residents go back to their country, come back as a little migrants. So there are so many kind of... Um, kind of complex movement as well. So I think categorizing them as migrants, local residents, tourism, that also has to be explored in a more nuanced way in the future. I think that will be very important for, for also conceptualizing migration and tourism as well. Wonderful. Great. Thanks. Really interesting. Uh, the paper is fantastic. The whole special issue is fantastic. Congratulations on, on, on it. Is there anything you'd like to plug, uh, anything additional before we wrap up? I mean, uh, for, for listeners who don't know, uh, JN is, a, is an associate editor for Tourism Geography, so she's deeply involved in the journal. But is there anything else you'd like to, to showcase that you're up to? Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm delivering a keynote speech on actually this issue, marginalized communities and social sustainability in tourism at uh, Tourism Day in Italy in October. <laughs> so if you haven't, haven't uh, submitted your paper, please submit your paper. Look up the call for papers. It can still submit your abstract. It's in October. Okay, that's great. Thanks very much. That's uh, October in Italy. Sounds nice. It's been wonderful <laughs> talking to you. Lovely talking to you, JN. For listeners, please look for JN's paper, although she's got a few in Tourism Geographies. And you can just Google Tourism Geographies and you'll find uh, the journal right there. It's Taylor and Francis Journal. And you can contact JN at jn.chue at gmail.com. And you can follow Tourism Geographies on Twitter at Tourism Journal. That's Tourism Journal. 
Thanks, everybody. And thank you, JN. We'll see you next time on TGI, Tourism, Geography, and Science. Go ahead. Thanks, Jamie.